Hello, this is Rosalind in Sydney, just a couple of air signs, and we're back at it again with Astrology Airheads, where we learn the language of the stars through pop culture. Rosalind, how's it going? It's going pretty well. We're on location again. (laughs) (laughs) We're in little nomads here. (laughs) Yeah, we can't really figure out where to record. And it's also super hot right now because it's summertime. And I think it's maybe 90 today. So I uh, packed up my things and we headed to my dad's house. (laughs) And the AC in my place is super loud and Uh, it goes off and on. It's like very erratic. So it's awesome. It cools down my place, but it is not ideal recording. Yeah, with your wooden floors and everything. Yeah, it's like an echo chamber. Yeah. So we're actually recording in the house that I grew up in. where there's lots of carpet and AC. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So feedback, yeah. listeners, let us know what you think. <laughs> if this is, if location, I don't know, seven. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, so yeah, sorry about grumbling tummies. You might be able to hear those really well today. Or this squeaky chair that I'm in, I will be like a, squeaking a little bit. So sorry about that. It's character. It's character. Um. So we're still in Leo season. It's still happening. We're, it's still happening? Doesn't it feel like it's been Leo season for like maybe two seasons now? Yeah, everything just feels really extra in 2020. So we're going to have a new moon on August 18th. And I talked about that last episode in Leo. Yeah. I mean, new moons are about uh, manifesting. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to have a fire sign uh, during a manifesting period. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's a fixed fire sign, it's not going to like maybe start anything new, but maybe yeah. the things within you that are supposed to stay. Oh, totally. Like releasing the old energy and finding your passion. Cause again, Leo's all about creativity and yeah. Where you shine. Yeah. Where do you shine? You know, that's the question. <laughs> Still searching for that. No. <laughs> I got to figure it out. I'm was, getting old. Yeah. <laughs> it was really interesting. I did have a uh, long conversation with a Leo. I didn't know she was oh. a Leo before I started talking oh, to her. Interesting. And of course I asked her her birthday and I was like, oh, guessed her sign was right. Yeah. Um, Cause that's how I, I do it now. I'm just one of those awkward people that <laughs> gets it wrong a lot. And it's just kind of like, I think this is the window of right. Leo. Um, and so she was telling me about her, like how she operates. Mm. And I was so struck by how um, just the differences between her and I, like we mm. both um, had a really nice chat and we gelled and everything, but she was very sun and I was so oh, night. Oh. Like even just the way we approach things, like we both arrange furniture uh-huh. um, in reaction to events, but inversely. So oh, when she so wants weird. something to happen, she yeah. changes the furniture up uh-huh. because she thinks it's going to like change the energy. Oh my god! I'm the opposite. When something happens, I want the, ener- the energy to feel different at home. So I change the, the furniture. Ew, weirdos. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Pretty fast. But isn't that interesting? Like, and yeah. I was like telling her like how I felt like Aquarius is very night and mm-hmm. and Leo is day. Like that's Definitely. kind of how I see that opposition. Yes, so, absolutely. I mean, welcome to the day. That's what we're doing. <laughs> um, but as an Aquarius, I don't know if fellow Aquarians out there are feeling the same thing or people that have Aquarius rising, Aquarius moon, right? any really strong placements, they might be feeling... A little more counterculture than normal. Maybe so, yeah, because it is your opposing sign. Yeah, Yeah, like I dyed my hair purple this month. (laughs) I'm feeling extra goth. And I noticed a a pattern of August where I feel like extra like moody. Yeah, no, I get it because I'm the same with in April and Aries season. 
things have happened to me in that month that I'm just like, really, I gotta hate Aries season, you know, and that's just my opposite. So yeah, so that's a question for you listeners. Do you have that when it's the opposite season of your sun sign? Yeah. Are you feeling the feels? Are you feeling like irritated? Kind of a little uncomfortable. So if you're a Taurus, and it's Scorpio season, do you feel a little bit off? Or do you feel a little heavier energy? Or if you're a cancer and it's Capricorn season. So yeah, just look at the opposites and, yeah. and see how you feel. That's interesting. That's a, that's a query, but I'm, it's yeah. interesting that we both have that. Oh, definitely. So yeah, I don't know. It's something. Something to that. Mm. Hypotheses <laughs> abound. Yeah. Can you guys do the homework and, uh, <laughs> well, the research starts here. We, yeah. we talk about it and then, you know, maybe and then something Sydney else gives you homework. Yeah, give you challenges and homework. <laughs> and I'm just like, Jupiter, man, let's just be fun. What did we say? We had some um, comment where you were like, oh, I hope we could just like fast forward to another year. And I was like, I'm scared to change years. What if this is the best year we have in a while? And she's like, oh, Saturn, it'll be okay, says Jupiter. It'll be okay. Don't worry. So that is the very uh, definition of Saturn and Jupiter. Yes. Yeah, those uh, two personality uh, planets <laughs> that you're just like one is expansion jupiter expands and saturn restricts so of course they're just kind of gonna be a little different they're gonna be different <laughs> but they need each other they do and they appreciate the breaks yeah well i don't know if jupiter appreciates that i don't know well it's saturn so... definitely appreciates jupiter <laughs> i don't know Jupiter's just so happy go lucky yeah not... but hey uterus uner- <laughs> uranus is in taurus in yeah. retrograde as of two days ago as of this recording yeah and we did talk about that earlier in the last podcast too um reviewing our material stability and I was looking around the interwebs of seeing what other astrologers were saying and um some of them were mentioning like maybe possible food shortages not to freak people out but um just a heads up maybe to get a couple of don't get all the toilet paper. I mean, not toilet paper. You're not going to eat toilet paper. Don't get all the cans, you know. Right. Don't buy all the meat in the grocery store. But just be aware. And I think people are actually aware subconsciously because so many of us, like even like at my house, we uh, my husband built a planter box. We've got lettuce and tomatoes growing. Um, I've got a friend in uh, New Mexico who's just got like, she was showing off her... Um, I think she did peppers and things and tomatoes in her house or at her house. So I think people are just kind of sort of aware of making their own food. And Mm -hmm. it just feels nice to know, like, there's no pesticides or anything or you put your own pesticides on whatever you know. Yeah, a little bit of control. So that's, that's, I think, a good idea for people to just, you know, build these community gardens. I have a friend who does extra harvest share and she's been really adamant about um, or focused on sharing food with the neighborhood. You know, if she's got extra oranges, you just email her and she brings them to your house or you can come pick it up. So that's so cool. Yeah. I think we're going to see more of that because Taurus does rule all of our like physical material. What's that word? Like stuff. Physical. <laughs> um, yeah. The material world. Yeah. Our material stuff. So, you know, our senses, our food, how we, you know, eat food, the foods we like, um, it rules our money. And so with Uranus there, 
it's kind of changing it up. It's, you know, Uranus is expect the unexpected. Um, and so it's really making, I think, people just aware or viewing things in a different way of how we get food and how we share it with other people. Mm-hmm. I think somebody else was talking about, was it my cousin? I can't remember, but just more people talking about planting trees that have fruit on them so that you can go and get, you know, an apple and it's there for you without any, you know, repercussions of, you know, getting in trouble because you stole some fruit, you know, it's like, it's not Rapunzel, you're not stealing radishes from the witch's garden or something, you know, they should just be radishes if you want to eat them. Yeah, that's, it's kind of this sort of like socialist idea of like, Mm -hmm. let's just do stuff, provide things create opportunities for people without asking anything back Uh, yeah you know like that's okay the exchange of energy happens anyway eventually there's that's what happens yeah i and i think again moving closer to the age of aquarius focusing on humanitarian things we have to take care of each other um because we need each other so yes we really do um, and speaking of um, each other and mm-hmm. ourselves and and looking internally as we are in another retrograde. Yeah, five retrogrades happening right now. That's so crazy. Yeah, soon that will be out. I mean, Saturn will go direct soon. Uh, things will start to go direct next month. And, right. Um, but Uranus will be backwards for a little while. Until uh, like mid-January. Right? Yeah, the 14th, I think. 14th, yeah, so 15th. it'll be interesting to see if listeners... Um, feel uh, any clarity coming forward. I know that on the day that it retrograded, mm-hmm. I immediately had like thoughts spinning that are Taurus related. Oh, and it was just sort of interesting now looking back going, actually, that's so funny. That was on the day that yeah. I started having all these like, you know, obsessions started to occur. <laughs> like, okay, that's interesting to look at. I don't know if that'll last or right. if maybe it's like a because Uranus and Taurus are not super jelly. No, <laughs> they're, they're not. It's like instability meets stability. Yeah. yeah. Imagine a fixed sign and then Uranus like with its like feathers and boa and <laughs> shimmy shakes. It's like, yeah, this is not really Right, right. Or super yeah, compatible. Taurus wants to know what's happening next and Uranus is like, I don't know. And like I like it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So with that in retrograde, we might see some clarity with those yeah. opposing signs. Um, right. So that'll be interesting. Try to try to see yeah. if you notice it. Yeah, and also like more rebellion, more people kind of standing up, more protest. Uranus uh, rules that kind of, well, it rules Aquarius, and Aquarius is the rebel. It's the opposite of Leo, which is the loyal royalty. And so all of that extra energy, I think, will be coming up. So don't put away your protest signs just yet. <laughs> They're in your window. Go ahead and take them out. Yeah. Dust them off if you haven't been out there every weekend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, and it's all over. It's not just our country. I was reading about uh, Belarus, you know, protesting police brutality there. Um, so it's a worldwide phenomenon that we're experiencing right now with trying to make sure that everybody's treated fairly it's the golden rule it's really um like the most basic level yeah like it's not even like really that hard to grasp (laughs) it is not yeah it's like the bare minimum i'd say yeah do unto others kind of thing so yeah 
Well, you know, we're speaking of Uranus. And I discovered something about being a Libra born a little, like kind of in the middle of Libra season. Um, and it has to do with degrees and this thing called deacons. And I thought I knew about it at first. And then I was doing some more research and have learned a little bit more. So hopefully we can discuss that and express exactly what that means. Yes. Well, I'm going to ask you because I don't really quite understand yeah. it. I, I read some stuff up on it. I learned my own deacon. <laughs> I'm still like, what? what? What really? What is a deacon? Like, what is that? Right. It's a, um, you know, the birth chart is... 12 signs and it's 360 degrees right and I always say I'm terrible at math so you just break up each house it can be in three sections right in thirds so okay uh, zero to ten degrees that's your first deacon 10 to 20 degrees that's your second and 20 to 30 degrees would be your third deacon so you can look at your sun sign and look at the you can look at the degree of uh when you were born. So I was, my sun sign in Libra is at 11 degrees. So I know that I'm a second degree Libra or second deacon Libra. Okay. Yeah. And the next part is a little tricky because this is the part I didn't know. And I guess what I was reading a lot of Indian astrologers, or I think it's called Vedic astrology, and I'm not an expert on nothing except for naps. Um, so... <laughs> So I'm sorry if this is a little wrong or off, but um, they will look at those deacons that you have and you will be ruled by a certain um, planet or luminary. So for Libra, for example, because I'm a Libra and this is easiest for me, um, we're ruled by Venus. Um, But we're also connected to the other air signs. Those are our sister signs. And so these deacons, the first part, you're always ruled by the planet or luminary that your sign is. So Libra is ruled by Venus. And so those first zero through 10 degree Libras, um, you would be ruled by Venus. Your Libra would be ruled by Venus um, even more than a typical Libra, like a second or third deacon. Um, So for me, the next sign, air sign would be after Libra, you just kind of go around the birth chart. So the next sign would be Aquarius. Oh, okay. And Aquarius is ruled by Uranus or Saturn. So I'm more of a Uranus Libra because I'm in that uh, second deacon. And then you go down to the next air sign, which would be Gemini. So people that were born later on in Libra season, like Kamala Harris or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, their Libra is ruled by Mercury and they're great orators, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I have a friend who's a later Libra and she's a great communicator and she will talk and talk and it's wonderful. Um, But I've just noticed that, uh, yeah, they're a little bit more communicative. Whereas I'm a weird Libra because I've got such a Uranus energy about me. And I think that's why we get along because Mm -hmm. you're an Aquarius and Uranus rules Aquarius. So I just thought that was really, really interesting. So that's, those planets are just for the air signs. So like if you're a fire season or fire sun sign, I mean a Leo, (laughs) if you're a Leo sun sign, (laughs) right? And you were born zero to 10 degrees, 
um, in Leo, you would be ruled by the sun. And so if you're after that point, uh, later Leo, like I think it's August 6th through, oh man, the 15th or something, then you're a second deacon Leo and you go around the horn, you're ruled by Jupiter. So you're more of a Sagittarius Leo, maybe more of an activist. Um, like Yvette Nicole Brown. She's always from, like, she's on Community. She plays Shirley. She's done all these other things. But I feel like she's a very outspoken, like, um, when it comes to equal rights or anything. She's really talking about it a lot. Um, and then the third deacon, Leos, are ruled by Mars because you go around again to the next fire sign, of, and that's Aries. Mm-hmm. And so people who are later Leos, like um, Kristen Wiig or even my son, they're ruled by Mars. They have more maybe drive. Um, they've, they might feel more Aries um, as opposed to Leo energy. So I just found this all very, very interesting um, because I'm noticing things because people always say, well, I don't feel like my sun sign. And this is like another piece of the puzzle of like, I yeah. like it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a, so we'll, a we'll have a link on our notes yeah. so that you guys can can click on that and find out where your deacon is. Yeah, because that's so. I don't know. It's been really enlightening for me when I now that I'm looking at people's deacons like yours. Um, I think you were a second deacon. Is that what it was? I must have been because I'm. Uh, my deacon was ruled by Gemini. Yeah. So by your explanation, it yes. must have been a second deacon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ruled by Mercury. 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 I can Which is say. about a communication, and I didn't communicate that word well, so. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, like, you're a good talker. You're a good communicator, and I think it just really connects well with your moon. That's true, and I, I can talk for a long time about things, and bore people if I'm not careful. <laughs> like I'm, if I'm super passionate about something, it's really yeah. hard to shut me up. Oh, so Wow, that's rough. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like a fun thing. If you already are aware of all your houses stuff and you're kind of tired of astrology, well. Here's another piece. Here's another thing to and learn. And you can do this to all your um, planetary placements. So. No way. So yeah. you can look at your Mars placement mm-hmm. and look at the deacon and see why. Right. Yeah. Oh, I did want to talk about, like, I think you had mentioned, oh, this is just for me. I don't care what anybody else is thinking. But I talked to you about this, like how um, Iman is a Leo. Yeah, We're talking about Leos. <gasps> yeah, this was interesting. Yeah. And I, I had listened to an interview um, from David Bowie about how much he loved his family. And we would like give up his amazing career if he needed to. And I was like, man, what? Where's his Leo placement? And his Leo, he's an Aquarius rising, so he's clearly an alien. Right. Um, but that would mean his Leo is in the seventh house of relationships. So Iman, you know, his love would be there. I think his moon is there also, so his emotions. And his daughter, um, Lexi, I think she just had a birthday. Yes. She's 18 or something, maybe a little older. But her, she's also a Leo. So, yeah, it would make sense. And that Iman's he, a Leo. Yeah, it, so. he loves his family. So I just thought that was, I don't know, that was just for me. Yeah, that's interesting. It's always fascinating um, to see how people's um, other, you know. Significant others kind of, you know, 
everybody's always looking for their soulmate or whatever to win flame. I don't know. Um, but if you look in that seventh house, sometimes that's where you can find them. And if your moon or if your Venus is there, mm-hmm. it's really going to be a big draw for you to connect with those people. Cause that's your descendant. It's the opposite of your ascendant or rising sign. Right. Um, can I talk about my favorite Leo? Yeah, who's just your, the one. Who's your favorite Leo? You told me. You reminded me. That I told you your favorite. You told me it. It's a uh, Lucille Ball, and Lucille. I'm gonna tell you why. What's up with Lucille? She was um, a fiery redhead. So Leo, she's definitely a Leo. August sixth, nineteen eleven. That was a while ago. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, but she's a second deacon, Leo. So she's ruled by Jupiter very okay. expansive she could expand out there yes. in the world but she's the reason why we have like sitcoms so like a, a live studio audience that was her jam she's a comedian and i guess when they were telling jokes she can feel the energy from like the key when you're a camera person you can't laugh and that's like the hardest job in the world sometimes for me because when i'm on location or something and somebody says something funny and i laugh the camera at the mic's gonna pick it up right so you cannot laugh so she was like i want that energy in here so they brought in a, a live studio audience wow i didn't realize that was the first ever yeah that was her wow that's her smart yeah it was super smart um really successful show and they also i think they produced it they had their own uh production company i guess it would be called mm-hmm. called desi lou productions and she's the reason why we have star trek um because they also produced that show oh wow yeah at, i think the cbs studios i could be wrong but yeah so that's why she's my favorite because not only is she you know this fiery leo who's hilarious in the spotlight of you know i love lucy that was her show um but that jupiter energy um, helped her expand her success to other people and she understood that you know star trek could be something big even though it only lasted three years the original series but it's gone on to I don't know, the franchise is ridiculously successful with like, I don't know, seven, eight, ten movies and so many TV shows. And now there's a new um, animated series, Lower Decks, that's spun off from Star Trek. There used to be an old animated series of Star Trek back when I was little. That's so crazy. Yeah, so it's it's super successful. I think people don't really realize that. They don't think about it. They think about Star Wars, um, which has a lot of stuff, but I don't feel like star wars is as successful or makes people as happy (laughs) in the franchise as as star trek does that's so fascinating yeah so i just appreciate her so a little shout out yeah my my memories of watching i love lucy were you know sunday mornings yeah turning on tcm or whatever (laughs) and my dad would make chocolate uh chip pancakes oh fun you know, just yeah. like a little sugar rush for the morning. That's perfect. And it was like the most like perfect pairing. Oh, that is it's like good. watching I Love Lucy through the kitchen, eating my pancakes. Yeah. Did you ever get stressed out? Because sometimes she would stress me out. She would do oh some sort God. of scheming. Thing. Always. Yeah. The and most like, stressful. Don't do that. You're gonna get locked in the freezer. You know. Yeah, or like the chocolates are going too fast. Eat them. <laughs> no. It's not gonna work. Stuff them in your bra. Stuff them in your bra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or just like her. She just so the opposite of what I would do just so daring and just tenacious and right very inspiring so it's fun to see somebody in that decade yeah of doing something that 
no other woman had really well, done. Everyone on the show is telling her no. <laughs> Everybody. There's no one person who's like, I mean, sometimes Ethel's like, Ethel, good idea, yeah. let's I'll do it. I'll go along with it. Yeah, or, but yeah. most people are just like almost annoyed by her shenanigans. Her husband, especially Desi. Exactly. You know? The most possibly yeah. annoyed. Yeah. And she does it anyway. And it's kind of great. She does, yeah. So be more like Lucy, I guess. <laughs> I love Lucy. So that yeah. was, she's my favorite Leo. She's a... um Leo Sun, Capricorn Moon. She's got a lot of um, Capricorn, uh, Capricorn Rising as well. Okay. And her um, Midheaven, her career area is Libra. So I guess that's why she had that kind of creative spin and maybe was able to connect to people on a thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's that's a credit to her success. If she didn't have this Capricorn placement, she might not have that's true. the... Um, you know, I think the Leo gave her the courage, but the mm-hmm. Capricorn rising and moon maybe helped drive her to... Yeah, the business sense. Yeah, Capricorn to just kind of stand smart. up against all these men that were telling her right. what need, needed to happen. And she's like, That's I'm going to make ugly faces on TV <laughs> and cry and do all this right. crazy stuff yeah. and you're going to be fine with it. Yeah. And it's going to be entertaining. And it's going to be really successful. And it's still on the airwaves out there somewhere. You yeah, know. she's definitely a boss, like... Very much a yeah. triple act. Visionary. Yeah. Triple threat. Yeah. She triple threat, not yeah. triple act. It's triple act. One, two, three. <laughs> One, two. <laughs> we three. don't know. But yeah, so that's that's my favorite cool. Leo. How about I love you? Lucille Ball. Yeah. Um, my favorite Leo is Viola Davis. Oh, yeah. Her, this one post that keeps coming up is um, a one-shouldered, uh, almost like chartreuse green. Uh-huh. It looks like a toga, but it's a dress, and she's wearing this cuff. Oh, and ow. the wind is blowing, and this like <laughs> cape is flowing behind her. And I'm just like, I've never. I. It's like my brain doesn't really quite process how much beauty and royalty I'm witnessing. Yes. It's like very confusing for my <laughs> brain, but I'm just like, I'm so obsessed with that moment. Yeah. Um, just the way that she, um operates and moves around I think people don't give her enough credit especially when they call her I think this is insulting the uh the black Meryl Streep oh really I don't think Meryl Streep is that great I think if you watch Viola Davis you'll be much happier with her performances (laughs) I know I like to compare I'm sure Meryl Streep's a really nice person but I've never been that drawn to her movies she can be very great in movies but Mm -hmm. I do feel like I've seen enough yeah I, yeah, I mean, bless her. I hope she continues to find success. Right. But I'm just more interested in, in variety. And I feel like Viola right. Davis brings that. Um, yeah, I think she's phenomenal. But also just like how she is on social media and mm-hmm. what she shares and her ability to laugh. And, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like. She's amazing. She's just kind person. of. And, yeah, very fun to watch. And just like. <laughs> Like, lucky to go along for the ride sometimes. Right, you know? right, yeah. Whatever she does, just Yeah, just do like an, ex- an excellent leader, I think, would be a good example. Oh, yeah, um, and kind of, again, a pioneer. I think she was the first black woman to win an Emmy in the Best Actress category. Yeah. Which was, like, I don't know. How long have we been doing Emmys? <laughs> it's while. embarrassing. A while. Um, but she definitely deserved it, yeah. so. Yeah, definitely, um, for sure. Yes, yeah, so if you want a vision of royalty, yeah. just try to find that chartreuse uh, 
Oh my god. It was like the most beautiful dress ever. And like the, with the cuff and her hair and the makeup and everything. I was, it was just perfect. like that is what royalty looks like. To me, that's yeah. what royalty looks right, like. Right. So, oh, that's, so that's like the perfect example of that Leo kind of like Royal regal. And, like, yeah. How yeah. Eh, she's just born that way. Like here I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like with her, there's no you don't feel this ego. You just no. feel like this is like her rightful throne. Right. Like, like please. Here why you would go. you not be here? <laughs> I know, of course. This seat was made for you. Exactly. Yeah, like and here's your crown. Exactly. Like we willingly, lovingly <laughs> yeah. give you all the crowns. Yeah. Anything else? You want a diet soda? What do you need? What <laughs> exactly. do you need? <laughs> exactly. Not a diet soda. I don't like diet Whatever soda. Whatever you need. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Oh, that's funny. Cool. Just want to talk about um Joe and Kamala in that announcement. Mm. Their marriage. No. Their marriage. <laughs> the Scorpio and the Libra. Yeah, I know it's not that season, but it was just um, neat to see that come together during Leo season. What's more pop than pop politics? <laughs> exactly. I think um, Kamala, I think she's got a lot of stuff in the fifth house. Will you take a peek? I'm not really on the internet, so I can't look on my computer right now. Um, but I think she has her son in the fifth house, which would make sense that, boom, this announce would, announcement would happen. Her son is in the fifth house, um, 27 degrees. Yeah, because she's almost a, a Scorpio, almost. Yeah, and she's got Mercury in Scorpio, Neptune yeah. in Scorpio. And just looking at... Joe Biden's stellium um, in Scorpio in the 12th house and I think he's a Scorpio Mercury Scorpio also so they're going to communicate similarly mm-hmm. um, they're going to see each other like on a you know a strong base I know <laughs> this man I, has a lot of Scorpio I know and I feel like you know like his wife and daughter died and his son Bo died I feel like some of his sometimes Scorpio well Scorpio rules death that eighth house is death and transformation I think he's just seen a lot of it unfortunately Um, but also I think the 12th house rules government you know or like and things that are hidden as well oh yeah yeah his Scorpio's in his 12th house and to have a son in your 12th house is interesting it is it's kind of like um Charlize Charlize yeah Yeah. so I feel like what, what do we talk about with her like kind of being in the spotlight, but also being very giving as far as Which is others. actually something I see. That's a similarity, I mm-hmm. think. Because even though Joe Biden is, obviously, he's running for president. He's not exactly not in the spotlight. Totally. But you don't feel like this kind of, like, egocentric hunger for it. Right, like Bill Clinton, who was a Leo yeah. president. And you feel that very much... Uh, you know, he felt like it was feeding his charisma. <laughs> it totally he felt like was. it was firing up. You, it's not about ego. Let's throw ego out because I'm yeah. gonna throw Obama in that in that group yeah, too. Because I don't feel ego from Obama. Yeah. I do from Clinton, but just this like almost like it's feeding your that your energy. social battery. Like, yeah. like yes, yes, like that's yeah. I'm hitting it. Like the sun, they are the exactly. sun, right? Like that kind of attention is fuel and inspiration and yeah. passion. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God, yes, this is, this is, you're living for it. Right. But with, you know, the sun in your 12th house in Scorpio, mm-hmm. it's you a, don't feel that from Biden. He's also 70. <laughs> that's true. So he's a little bit a little lower less energy. energy. But, um, you know. And he's done a lot. He's seen a lot. Um, and I feel like it was a smart move for him to 
find a running mate. I I was just talking to my husband, like I, it almost feels correct to get somebody who's in a different generation, whether it's like the president's older and the VP is younger or vice versa, like Obama oh, yeah. and Biden. Like they both kind of, I felt like it was a balance of like, okay, I'm going to connect with this generation, but don't forget about the information of this other generation. Right. And to kind of bring them both together, you're going to touch a lot more people that way as opposed to maybe having, like I love Elizabeth Warren, but she's very close. She's in her 70s too. So I felt like that was too much similarity in a way. Yeah. Of of energy. Not that their platforms are very similar, but just that. that, um, Yeah, Yeah, the demographic. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, I think that that helped um, Obama win just because he was seen at the time as this young spunk, which is so ridiculous because we've had presidents that are that young and younger than Obama. Yeah, just a little Um, bit. He definitely was one of the youngest, but to, to think that, you know, if Biden wins and wins twice, He'll be like deep into his eighties. It's like mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of yeah. Kind so of it makes weird. sense. Yeah, and a, a lot of my friends and my mom and sister were even saying, "Is this how we get a woman president?" You know, if if Biden steps down, like he's too getting too old or whatever. Yeah, and then you know Kamala steps in as president because it doesn't seem like our country wants to vote in a woman. It certainly does not. <laughs> and from, like, what's the deal? You know the. The huge outcry from WAP. You know, it's like... (laughs) No, come on. That song was awesome. It was awesome. And it was sung by a Libra, or rapped, I should say, by a Libra and Aquarius. That's amazing. So awesome. Because, yeah, Cardi is a Libra and Megan is Megan the I'm so happy to see um, uh, an Aquarius on... And the charts, it's yeah. kind of to me. I, I as you know how you always look for yourself. Oh, and everything. And media yeah. and everything. Yeah, You're totally. always trying trying to find a representation. Yeah, I know it was a little hard for me as a black person. In yeah. The, as a kid, like where am I? Where am I? Yeah. Nowhere. <laughs> it's important for everyone to recognize yeah. that they do that. Yes. And so if they don't find it, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Right. Yeah, I've endured a lot of movies and loved a lot of movies with a lot of white males. Yeah. So you guys can do it too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like you'll be okay if there's a lead black woman. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah. So <laughs> it's on a much, 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 much more micro level. It's nice to see Aquariuses be famous because Absolutely. there aren't that many. Um, you know, you've got your Justin Timberlakes and your Ellen DeGeneres's, mm. but not exactly our favorites not at my the faves. moment. <laughs> I guess well, I think we talked about like a lot of sports people, right? Which are is interesting. Aquarius's. Like Aquarii. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure why that's the case. I think because they're so out of the box. Maybe so. Yeah. And Megan Thee Stallion is out of the box as that, well. So. Yeah, and that video it feels very Aquarius to me. Yeah. I don't know why. And the yeah, it's like a mix of Aquarius, like this kind of different thing that we've never seen before really and then the libra prettiness of everything like yeah you know, just, it's so perfect yeah and, yeah yeah <laughs> exactly. but then like what's going on and the words and the, the lyrics are just like so um aries they're mood. meant to rebel <laughs> yeah you can tell yeah. you're not writing that excited for how quiet things are gonna be uh, no no and i think cardi's aries moon yeah that makes pushes sense. that out and i think kamala has an aries moon as well this kind of opposition as we talked about you know this 27 degrees yeah so they're both you know kind of this push-pull energy and Mm -hmm. I feel like 
Kamala, you know, when she was a DA and people are very upset about her putting people in jail. I could see that she might have been more Aries moon back then. And now she's becoming more of her Libra sun because as you get older, you kind of become more comfortable with yourself. Right. Right. And so she's understanding relationships and kind of making sure that she's aware of how everybody is processing things. And, yeah. You know, she's also got Jupiter and retrograde in Taurus. Oh, okay. In her 12th house. 12th house. So mm-hmm. that also makes sense why she was maybe a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And maybe she could change her mind mm-hmm. because she's, that's a very, like 12th house is government. Yeah. Jupiter is justice. Retrograde yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And then know, Venus, Taurus. Um, and Libra. Libra is also like justice and balance, you know, mm-hmm. you know the scales. And, yeah. yeah. So I could see her switching gears. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say she will. This is, astrology doesn't predict things, but it's just kind of like. It's a it's... neat thing to see. I feel like she's definitely changed her stance on things as she's become, you know, a parent and has more experience in this world. And um, yeah, I feel like I definitely, I hope people evolve. I hope you're, you know. Like, take, take ownership of what you did in the past and, yeah. like, apologize for that. But then, yeah, evolve your views. Like, I think Obama evolved his views on, like, gay marriage and stuff. And I, I want people oh, yeah. to be like that. Yeah, me too. Like, I think that was the main criticism that I was hearing about Chris uh, um, Elizabeth Warren mm-hmm. was that she used to be this bank-loving, whatever. She was a Republican. A Republican. Yeah. And she flip-flopped. It's like, totally yeah, did. it's called growth. You yeah, do that. she researched and saw the redlining of, like, um, housing districts and how, you know, people of color couldn't get loans and things. And she was like, this is wrong, and my party backs it. I'm going to become a Democrat. Yeah. That's how you do that. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Um, but it's not because money's involved and people vote for you or they don't based on Mm -hmm. their promises and so it'll be interesting hopefully um the debates will illuminate a little bit more what our yeah you know right possible i know president might actually what's her rising she is a gemini gemini rising sorry oh right and biden is a sag rising so that again that opposite oh yeah yeah opposing forces but But not like other opposing forces where it's like really nitty gritty. No. I feel like Gemini and Sag kind of work. Yeah. And it's kind of a destined thing to have these two come. They were going to be in each other's lives. Um, So it was kind of inevitable. As I looked at other of the, I guess the other candidates that were vetted of their energy and Kamala's, it was like, this is your destiny for Kamala. Wow. Yeah, it was it was weird, um, and that she knew Biden's son. Um, and I think her North Node is in Gemini, which just went in for our country. Like the North Node is in Gemini right. now, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I yeah, think you conjunct. talked about that, right? Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, wow, this is definitely a big deal for for this Libra. Lady yeah, it really justice. is, and just that Biden's um, Saturn is. Is that right? Sometimes I get these. It's like a five with a line on the top. It's like a, or a hook hand is Saturn. It's a, it's an H with a cross. Yeah, at the top, yeah. Okay, I knew that was Saturn. Then I second guessed myself. And then you're like, is it Jupiter? No, Jupiter is like a four. Yeah. 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 So um, his Saturn is retrograded in Gemini. Oh, wow. And she's an ascendant in Gemini with her north node there. 
it's like they're going to it's serious it's a team up it's yeah. a team up it's a commitment it's yeah she's got the mercury rules her entire chart and her mercury is in scorpio like there's just so many like yeah. connections you're like oh my god yeah the you more know? you look the more you're yeah. like yeah that's why he picked her yeah it's like the more you're like that meme with the guy who's like you know got all the strings and, oh yeah you know, charlie charlie day. yeah charlie day it's like yeah oh my god and this and this and this and <laughs> it's like oh, so from it's quiet. all sunny yeah just calm down yeah uh, yeah that's a show we should talk about that would be fun that's a um a light-hearted show that doesn't make you feel too rosy about the world (laughs) because they're so awful yeah exactly um yeah so i just wanted to talk about that because yeah, it's important topical yeah even though they are libra and scorpio all of that happened in leo season and this is why because her son is in that fifth house of leo leo right so it's a great way to show like even if you're not a leo but you've got energy in that fifth house Mm -hmm. it kind of just something magical might happen during that season yes yeah Um, or tragic or (laughs) dang it saturn why you always got a rear just saying (laughs) something might happen balance a balance (laughs) i almost got away with it too it wasn't for you pesky kids. <laughs> That's so funny. It just slipped out. I didn't mean to be a downer, but I did it anyway. Uh, connect um, to your Uranus. That also rules you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's not in my, my first house. Um, uh, right, right. Right next to my son. Yeah. But yeah. You can't help it. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's iffy. And, uh, you know, keep that AC going. Stay cool. Yeah. Have some ice cream on us. Yeah. Yeah. Drink some water. <laughs> Stay hydrated, um, and good luck. <laughs> We're so uplifting. Um, just do what's in your heart, because Leo rules your heart. Yes. Yeah. But in a loving way, don't, like, murder anyone. <laughs> don't follow your heart to murder another. Yes. Okay, yeah. I'll okay. write that You got one that, down. yeah. Okay. Just, you know, make a note. Make a mental note. No murder. Jot it down, and, uh. See how it goes. Thank you for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Astrology Airheads or visit our website, astrologyairheads.com, where we have all of our podcasts and blogs for you to access at your leisure. You can book a session with Rosalind through the Book a Reading tab, where you can choose from birth chart readings, tarot readings, or guided meditation with an expert. Feel free to email us at astrologyairheads at gmail.com if you have any questions or inquiries, and we'll do our best to answer them. As always, thank you for taking the time out of your lives to learn a bit about astrology through pop culture. Share with your weird friends!